Hey everybody, welcome to the Soapy Madams, a podcast that examines the lurid, the evil, the predictable, and sometimes ridiculous British and American soap opera. I'm your host, Donna Hume, and joining me now is my actually ill co-host, Laura Gregg. So Quarantine! You're self-isolating. I am. We were sort of I'm... nervously joking about coronavirus in the last episode, but it now sounds like you might actually have the damn thing. have it. Yeah, I've got a... Another awesome cough. Yay. And you've got a fever. I do have a fever. But I don't feel ill, so I don't know what is happening. But I am quarantined for the next 14 days. Well, it sounds like you have something because you have a fever. Yeah. A fever and a cough and no other symptoms. That sounds like the novel coronavirus. Meh. Yeah, but... I have a feeling that you're young enough that it's your immune system is so powerful that it's like, what is this? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully it's like you've just had two respiratory things and we know how to do this. <laughs> Hopefully. But, um, so yeah, that's novel. Definitely novel for the novel coronavirus. Yes. Yes. So we have just been reading about suspension of filming mm-hmm. for the soaps. Ah. Yep, the American you soaps uh, General Hospital is, has actually stopped production for a yeah. while. So they filmed um, eight weeks in advance. So we've got yeah. some time, but yeah, yeah. Well, EastEnders has stopped their production too, mm-hmm. and I think we're going back to two episodes a week. Which is uh, so they can just get through the stuff they've got slower. Just spread out what they've got. Yeah. In certain bits and bobs, if they can, I don't know. Yeah, they should do that over at ABC as well, but I, I bet they won't. I bet they'll just be like, whatever. We don't <laughs> want to think about it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Coronation Street and Emmerdale seemingly are being optimistic that they'll be able to continue production, which um, not so sure about that guy. Yeah. So, we might have a slightly disrupted schedule going on. Right. But I'm sure we will cope. <laughs> so, let me do my thing. Um, so, head over to BritPodScene.com or on the Twitters, Brit, at BritPodScene. That is our network. Go find yourself some entertainment for these trying times. Trying times. Oh, going to have... A ton of time on their hands, so why not use it to find some new podcasts? Yes, that's true. You definitely should mm. do that. All right. Well, we've got to do this, so let's go ahead and hop in some sort of transport and go mm-hmm. to Fairyland, where the coronavirus isn't yet. <laughs> not yet. It will be, though, I bet. <laughs> Off we go to Fairyland. Alright, East Enders. East Enders has been extremely disappointing and boring. It's, it's been a lot of misery. <laughs> There's been very little let up. Um, so, Whitney, still in the prison, yeah. for uh, murdering Leo. Yeah. Which somehow nobody believes that it was self defense, which is insane. Yeah. So she's been on hunger strike, 
which always pans out well, guys. Yeah. Always. <laughs> so now she's in hospital. Ugh. And in, was it yesterday's episode or the day before? Grey found the stinky pee loft. Woohoo! <laughs> so, but watching that, he had to get a ladder to go up into that loft. How was Leo getting up and down in there without being seen? I don't know. It makes no sense. Just I haven't actually plotting. seen this yet, so I'm not aware oh. of any of this. So. Well, he was lying on Whitney's bed, you know, where Whitney had been lying for weeks on end. And within about two minutes, spotted that there was a hole above the bed. Okay. So we went up there and there was photos of Whitney and all the floor was pulled up in the attic and no bottles of pee. I was expecting that to be, you know, leftover food remnants and things, but there was none of that. Hmm. But he reckons that that's the evidence they need to get her off. Well, hope he's right. <laughs> Hopefully. But he also beat the crap out of his wife. He really did. Like, over something that she didn't do. Yep. And so she was just left on the floor, as good as dead, mm-hmm. while he popped into the pub and everybody was like, you're a hero, yeah. you're amazing. Yeah, he's at zero. So he, he did seem to be a bit, like, shocked about it, mm-hmm. that he had got the wrong end of the stick, but he keeps being like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. But... If you were sorry, you wouldn't be doing it. That's what they do. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you were really sorry, then you wouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah. So so he's kicking off again, because she's had to pick up two jobs now. And he's like, I'm the man of the house. (laughs) Whatever. Fragile masculinity. So that's been going on. Keep having to see that dude. What else has been happening? Oh, that gangster guy came back. That um, Liverpool guy. Oh. He was trying to get Ben into some more dodgy dealing and Ben's obviously still deaf and he's just playing along that he wants nothing to do with it. But really, he doesn't really know what he's been offered. (laughs) So that's going well. Hmm. Ben's denial going well. <laughs> Callum's like, why don't we learn a little bit of sign language? And he's like, but I'm gonna get this operation and it'll all be fine. Mm. Will it? Mm. I mean, learning a few words is not gonna harm you. Nope. So, that's happening. What else has been going on? Uh, uh, anything interesting? Oh, um, what's her face got caught out for pretending she had cancer? Yes, Jean pulled her up in front of everybody, didn't she? Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Go on, Jean. It was satisfying, except that all her kids are like, Oh, we'll still stay around. Yeah. Like, there needs to be more consequences for that. Yeah, but she's an abusive parent. She's an emotionally abusive parent, so... Gross people everywhere. Yeah, it is really gross. They're just gross... Horrible yeah. people. So. Um, oh, Sharon decided the other day that she wasn't going to bring up the new baby. Mm. I didn't she see left, that. 
She she spoke to Denise, Agony and Denise. Denise is on fire these last <laughs> weeks. Yeah, it's true. She is. She she's given everybody advice, isn't she? She's got all the advice. Yeah. Um, she was talking to Sharon about when she had that baby to fill, mm-hmm. and how she knew from the off that she wasn't going to raise that kid because she couldn't give it the life that he needed. Right. Which you could see Sharon's cogs turning and she decided to give the baby to Karen and I don't know if she's leaving the square for a bit or she's just gonna live over the road. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so Karen's now got this baby. There must be no room in that house. Yeah. Where does everybody sleep? Yep. Because she lives above a flat. So how has she got two stories when she lives above? It's weird. Is the flat underneath a basement flat? or? No, because it's Ted's flat. Oh yeah, huh. So Ugh, the, the I don't know. Flat out, I have no idea. But there cannot be room for all these people. <laughs> and the two, the two kids that I've never seen. Because she's got two special needs boys. Mm-hmm only turn up once in a blue moon yeah which seems very strange and they only seem to have that one room in the bathroom yeah and bedroom yeah like they must have like three bedrooms tops surely well how many rooms have we actually seen we've seen uh the daughter's bedroom yeah i don't know that we've seen the bathroom and we've seen the front room. room I don't think we've seen Keegan's room. I don't think we have either, but he doesn't. He lives in the apartment with Ted, or Ted's apartment with. Uh, no, yeah. I suppose they do have a. They do have a spare room if he's in the flat. Yeah, Keanu's not there. Yeah. But the two youngsters. Where do they go? I don't know. <laughs> it's so strange. They have like, a pocket void any... just for children. They just don't have any storylines. They're just occasionally pop up it's just like a bag on a video game character you just put your children in your bag and you just like you're not using them right now so time you see them is like christmas or when they're having a family gathering i don't know where the two kids go are we to believe that they go to some kind of boarding school situation i don't know where they go (laughs) they go in her bag she just puts them back in the bag it's just the weirdest thing like why does she even have them she just right clicks on them and they disappear they bring nothing to the anything (laughs) oh well alright well that's about it for EastEnders there's some stuff with Dottie but I don't care because she's such a horrible person she's such a throwaway non-entity and Ian is also horrible continually horrible Still just keep seeing Ian cry, and I'm like, no, I feel nothing for you, Ian Beale. Nothing. Yeah. And they keep I, they keep wanting us to feel stuff about Jay and Lola, and I'm like, fast forward, I don't care. They're just... The stakes aren't high enough to care. Yeah, I don't care. Because, like, she wants everything, and he's proposed, and she's like, no. And also, I've just aborted your baby. But this is fine. Okay. I just didn't understand when they got together. When did this relationship start? 
Well, they were together a long time ago. Yeah, before but... Before them back, and then I think they just settled into... Have they had any screen time of it redeveloping or anything? Did I just miss well, something? I think they just decided that they were together and just carried on like nothing had happened. Okay, because every time it happens that they're on screen together, I'm like... These people have no chemistry at all. No, it's strange. Yeah, it's Very strange. really bad. They're supposed to be in love? I don't believe it. So. Yeah, no, they're, they're sort of like like a weird old married couple. Yeah, for real, right? Somebody that they, you know, they haven't had sex for like 20 years. <laughs> it's just odd. Guys, come on. Right, yeah. Whatever. All right, uh, whatever. We're going to move. Go move out. Down. To the country. Go down under farm. Down under farm. No, 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 Um, wow. Let's see what's going on in Emmerdale that's actually worth talking about. Ugh. Oh, so Marlon's mad at pretty much everybody in the Dingle family because Charity held on to that money that she and Ryan stole mm -hmm. from Graham's car because okay. it could have helped him get out of prison sooner. And I'm still not convinced that there is a connection there that could have helped him get out of prison sooner. It's just one of those things where you're like, the Emmerdale writers tell you that it that it would, but they don't tell you how it would. <laughs> I just like this will help. Ta -da. You're like, uh, in what but, way? I don't <laughs> understand how this would help at all. I but, feel like fine. Emmerdale is that kind of weird. Okay, it happened and it was done and it was fine. Yeah, they do a lot of that where they're like, starting now with no explanation. <laughs> yeah. It's very odd. And so, yeah. Well, so Marlon's mad at everybody, and I mean, he should be mad at Charity, I guess, because if the money could have gotten him... If the existence of the money could have shown a connection to, I think, is what he's what they're thinking, is that it would have shown an implication on Kim Stone. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Or Kim Tate, not Kim Stone. I don't know who I'm thinking of. Uh, uh, the Tates. It would have would have yeah. implicated a connection to her and okay yeah maybe it would have but the problem was that pierce set the frame up so well he put he got um he actually hit graham on the head repeatedly with the same like mag flashlight that uh -huh. marlon was shaking at his face when he was mad at him so the uh -huh. man's prints were all over the damn thing and graham's blood so that's pretty good evidence, and I don't know how a little money connected to Kim Stone is going to override that kind of physical evidence. I don't think any police mm. department would, you know. Oh, look, here's some money. That's fine. Marlon, be released. The only what? way that they caught him was because Rona sneakily got him to confess everything that he'd done mm. on her sneaky, um, under-the-table web stream. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. I don't think any. I don't think any of the rest of that was ever going to work. But you know, it's so planned. So who knows? Maybe the money fairies make things change or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, so he's mad at everybody, and 
and I and he's completely justified. I totally get it. Um, but I also love Marlon. He's one of my favorite characters. And I hope this isn't a signal that he's leaving the show because he's quit the bar. He's quit his job. He's kicked all kicked the guys out of the house. Um, Jesse's sons, who were April's brothers for a little while before that relationship blew up. <laughs> because that actress got another gig, is what happened. Yeah. And a really good one, uh, like a stage theatrical thing. Yeah. And I don't really understand exactly where she was. I don't know if it was in the north or in London or whatever, but it was a too good of an opportunity to pass up. So Yeah. So that's why she left. Um and that's why that was so short, because it was an opportunity that just came up and it was like, Bah, I've got to take this. And they, so they just let her go. Um and that good for them, you know. They're really I think they're supportive of their artists in that way that they know that they've got to take opportunities sometimes. So, yeah. But it was a situation where her relationship with Marlon, Marlon as a character, he's never going to get divorced from somebody without like a massively super important reason, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. he's never going to be the one who cheats. It's never going to happen. <laughs> so they had to have it be her, even though it was a little out of character, I think. So. Yeah. Whatever. We miss you, Jesse! Oh. But anyway, those that's where the sons came from, and uh, he's mad at them because they haven't daubed in their dad to the cops for his part in the conspiracy to kill Graham, which, it was just a coincidence that Pierce got to the guy first, because mm -hmm. there was a conspiracy to murder him going on that Kim Jate yeah. had planned, so... Whatever, so uh, that's all going on. I just hope Marlon's not leaving the show because I love him. Uh, maybe he's just having like a little, a little break. Maybe. And then he'll get out in a few weeks. <laughs> but I've loved him ever since he was Father What's His Face in the Cadfell show with Derek <laughs> Toby years and years and years ago. Yeah. He was so cute. And he yeah. hasn't aged a day. You should go look at some clips from that show. Uh, oh. He has not aged a day. It's really unfair. <laughs> It's because you guys don't get any sun. That's what it is. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. So, there's that going on. Um, in, in an example of Emmerdale doing a story just that comes out of nowhere, Vanessa's got bowel cancer. What? Yeah. She was never unwell. There was never a time on the show that she was like, I'm feeling unwell. I'm having some blood in my stool. I'm freaking mm. out. Nothing. Just out of nowhere. No, well, my mom did have it, and it came literally out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, but she's... the went but, for a checkup and was in surgery the same day. Right. Well, the way they're doing it with her is that she's known about being ill and mm -hmm. feeling ill for several weeks now. Yeah. And then they've scheduled her sur her surgery for a couple of weeks in the future when the tumors have spread to her lymph nodes. And I'm like, why isn't she being operated on today? I don't understand. No, like, if it was something super serious, it would be yeah. done straight away. Yeah. There's no, there's no getting around that. You don't, you don't wait yeah. on that stuff. So. Not if it's like aggressive and happening right now. It's get it done. Get yeah. it out. Yep. So. Um, we talked about this last week. She doesn't want anybody to know 
But yeah. Charity was finally forced to tell her sister, Tracy, because mm-hmm. um, I won't go into it because it's too complicated and boring. It doesn't doesn't really matter. But <laughs> she was just forced to tell her. She was forced to break her promise not to tell. And uh, good for her because you don't keep cancer a secret. It's not something mm-hmm. a secret. You can't do it by yourself. It's not possible. It's physically not possible. You're too ill. Yeah. <sighs> You're yeah. too ill when you're going through all the treatment to ha- to do it with even just your partner. And you yeah. certainly can't hide it from your children. There's no possible way. No. You'd have to go away. <laughs> You'd have to go away from your home and have treatment and live somewhere else to keep yeah. it a secret. There's no possible way you could do it. Um, <laughs> so it's just kind of dumb for her to even think she, she could... And she should know this, too, because she's a veterinarian, so she knows how this treatment goes with animals, so. Because mm. there are people that will treat their animals for cancer, so. Yeah. <laughs> so she's not unaware of how this all works. So. And I'm sure she's known people who've had cancer before, so, again, goofy. But that's n- rule number one. They never tell. <laughs> <laughs> I will never tell. <sighs> Uh, let's see what else um so quickly laurel decided that she just wasn't gonna have arthur tell that he was bullying archie at all they were just gonna skip it because it had been too long and they had to go to australia for the funeral for sandy's funeral and all this kind of stuff uh and life just kind of got in the way so as long as he was behaving himself she was just gonna keep it quiet and I was like I knew I hated her now I hate her even more because she's a bullying enabler no that's awful yeah um so now little little Archie is getting his revenge oh because it came out it finally did come out um and then so Arthur's going but I stopped I stopped and little little Archie he pretended (sighs) that he uh was still being bullied and like fell down and br- bruised himself and everything and he was like he's still doing it uh. <laughs> oh god <laughs> which uh. i can't approve of his methods but i'm sort of yeah. also going good on you archie yeah get him mean Let's boy try to get him caught <laughs> meow my cat says <laughs> you should not approve of that i know no. But in Soulbland, it's fine. <laughs> All right, and then the final thing I should talk about is that Kim Tate is pulling a fast one on Andrea, mm-hmm. her daughter-in-law, who is getting mm-hmm. divorced from her son. Mm-hmm. She has hired some guy to be all sympathetic to her and to supposedly... This is complicated. He convinced her to get a hidden camera to film Kim Tate saying that she was going to kill her um, threatening to kill her okay and dob her into the police mm-hmm. and, and admitting to the conspiracy to kill Graham right mm-hmm. but during this Andrea also threatens her with blackmail she's using all sorts of stuff and just like this it's too complicated to go into but she's she's caught Andrea out Okay. doing things on tape that are dodgy 
and illegal, threatening her and, and stuff, that she's going to mm -hmm. lose Millie. She's going to lose this custody battle from the stuff that she's saying. Because okay. the guy that suggested planting the camera was Kim's guy that she hired. Okay. <laughs> complicated. It's complicated, but she's done the evil bad guy. She's yeah. an evil overlord for sure, you know. Joy is the evil. <laughs> and I, I can't approve of her, but I have to say, as a villain, man, she's really got her stuff together. And Andrea just is so... Duh. She just trusts <laughs> way too easily. Like, she should know. She should know. <sighs> From everything that Kim Tate's done in the past and all the experience she had with Graham. And... Never remember this stuff, though. Yeah, they never do. They never just remember. Conveniently forget all murders and things, and just, just. They need to hang an arrow over her head that just flashes. Evil yeah. bad guy. <laughs> like wear a placard. <laughs> Walk around in the sandwich board. I am evil. She's the evil overlord of Emmerdale. <laughs> Slay. <laughs> Ugh. And it is a crazy, it's a crazy story, and I think the reason I like it is because it's a quite American story in some ways, you know? It's a little bit out there. Yeah, it's a little bit, yeah, Emmerdale tends to get into plots that are a little less British and a little more uh, glam, American, sparkly, spy, adventure, whatever. <laughs> and uh, they definitely do that with Kim Tate, so... Yeah. My cat is eating her food in the background here, by the way, and I'm not going to stop her, so. That's fine. That's Let's fine. move on to Coronation Street. We spent just a little bit too long on Emmerdale, but there you go. Well, you know, nobody's counting minutes right now. Yeah, and I think we're going to be we're gonna be really pressed to uh, say a lot in the future, so. I think our shows are going to get shorter and shorter and shorter. <laughs> Just suck up what we've got to say now. That's it, and we can just sort of talk about whatever rumors there are going on about stuff. Sure. So I'll talk about, because Coronation Street was so boring, <laughs> uh, I do want to talk about an article I saw about the actress that plays Fizz. Mm -hmm. I can't remember, what's her name? Um, Jenny McAlpine. Yeah. There was an article I saw that said that she was, uh, that Ricky Gervais knocked her over. <laughs> He didn't. He, she was knocked around by a photographer that was trying to get a shot of Ricky Gervais while she was talking with him, at with Ricky, not the photographer, um, at some red carpet event, and like shoved her out of the way <laughs> to get a picture of Gervais. I mean, nobody wants a picture of Ricky Gervais. Like, it, well, this person d uh, thinks that they do. So, I'm like holding my hands up. Why would you want to look at Ricky Gervais? <laughs> well, they want to sell the picture of him at this red carpet event, obviously, <laughs> to some publication. <sighs> but And they're willing to boot her out of the way to do it. But but that's what happened. Ricky Gervais did not trip her. Oh, God. These newspapers. Stupid paparazzi people. And I know it was clickbait, but I was like... No, that did not happen. So I totally <laughs> fell for it and clicked. So I made them money. So they're going to do that kind of thing again because we keep clipping, clicking on it. Yeah. I'm part of the problem, I admit it. <laughs> so bad at the minute. So many things. Um, so just made up headlines and you click and you're like, not once have you mentioned anything from that headline. <laughs> exactly. 
so rubbish. bad. Rubbish. Uh, <laughs> it is total rubbish. <laughs> All Whoa. right, so let's talk about Corey. Corey, Corey. Um, so, the first thing, just because I can see a photo of it on my thing right now, was Ken and Claudia have left the street and moved into their weird retirement village slash cult what is happening yeah norris is in there with frida <laughs> and it looks like it's like a cult and like a cult for old people yeah and norris seems to be a full believer in that it's a cult yeah and he wants it's out it's like really strange the way everybody was behaving it was so maybe we're going to get some kind of fun storyline out of this. Okay, because... I am in love with the old people cult story already. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's do this, because otherwise I don't care that Ken's gone to live somewhere else. Not interested one bit. Well, I like Ken. We disagree <sighs> about Ken, so... Tedious. I like Ken. Tedious. I like him. So got a potential scary cult storyline happening. I like little old people though. Are we gonna put bets on that Ken ends up coming back to live with Tracy in his old house? Yeah. Oh yeah. In the future that is going to happen. It will and I'm, I'm glad that it will because Tracy will be so annoyed. <laughs> you can live in the front room. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that happened. And I uh, hope he brings Claudia with him. That'll be great. Claudia. Ugh. I like Claudia. Every time I see a big giant hair, I'm just like, get off my TV. No, get she's off. definitely annoying, but as a character, as a personality, <laughs> I like her a lot. She's so clueless about literally everything. She is, but she's so well written. Like, how did you exist without knowing these things? I love any scene with Evelyn and Claudia <laughs> together. I do like Evelyn. Evelyn is great. I love Evelyn. Yeah. She's having a nice little story, kind of, at the minute. And I haven't seen any of it. Uh, well, she took Cerberus, the dog, to the vet and met an old flame. <gasps> I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited. There's going to be a romance storyline. I have seen pictures of Claudia giving her a makeover. Aww. <laughs> Which looks hilarious. I'm so thrilled. I'm just <gasps> totally psyched. Can't yeah, wait. Because so Evelyn is brilliant. Yes, she is. And it's so time to have some fun stories. It really is. Because on the other side of the coin, we've got Jeff and Yasmin. Oh, that is just. Oh, he is the worst. What is it about these soaps and their domestic violence I addiction know. right now? Like, I know that like it happens every day to however many people but it's so bad when everything is just so uh, just yeah, we get that it's important to talk about but it just never seems to improve no but i think they're taking this like and sticking with it just to bring home how these people are living day in day out can't do anything right being threatened with well i'll just leave then will i go that's <sighs> my answer yeah so i think it they're drawn out to make the audience be like how is this going on so long yeah so, it's really disheartening you know yeah and alia has cottoned on to it big style yeah she has but uh, yasmin 
won't listen to her, even though from her reactions, she knows exactly what's going on. And she's terrified of being alone, which I don't get because she was perfectly fine on her own. Well, yeah. Like, I don't know. She was happy on her own. Yeah, and now she's been fed her pets and battered around the place and, you know, scrubbing the whole house every single day. It's really horrible. Yeah. And it, like, it's, there's ugh. a, I feel like there's a difference between addressing domestic violence issues mm. and just sort of, this seems like domestic violence porn a little bit, you know? Mm. It's a little too indulgent. Um, it's a little bit out of the ordinary because it's gone on so long. It really needs to start I, wrapping up. We need to see these characters starting to stand up for themselves. Because, yeah. you know. But uh, Jeff's trying to get her relocated to Cyprus just to isolate her even more. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, we agreed. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't though. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you just told him you didn't want to. And then you just went, well, it's happening. Yep. Come on, Yasmin. Yep. Gotta stand up for yourself. Ugh, it's go. just so bad. Go just... find the the go get a lawyer, file for divorce, get it done. Get a restraining Take order. In the next few weeks, please. Because yeah. I'm imagining it in the next next six weeks, I'm gonna say because I've just read some things and I think it's heading towards Rapno. Ugh, I hope so. Hopefully. But on the flip again, we've had a lot of um, Nina and Roy. Oh yes, that was the best thing about the whole... Every story on every soap, I enjoyed... I've been enjoying this the most. Yeah, like... Two little oddballs, little family. Oh, Nina's like a little goth ray of sunshine. She's so good. I love her so much. I like that Roy is never alone. Yes, and I like how loyal he is to her. He's such a nice man. Yeah. Yes, he's weird. He is weird, but, but who cares? But in a lot of circumstances, a guy like him could be just alone forever but he's always like bringing people in and just being kind yeah he had Carla come live with him and she's like a daughter to him yeah Nina's becoming that way yep it's just nice and she is his niece for real so yeah it's uh and I love how loyal he was to her like these his hobby is listening to bats and going to do bat wildlife management and stuff building bat boxes and watching their behavior and all this kind of stuff i don't find that very weird but i have a lot of friends that do very similar things for work and stuff so you know you know this is a hobby that people like it's like birding except for bats yeah and like it's horrible friends who were doing it when they well, if she just dressed more normally. Like, who cares? I mean, like, I, out in the dark anyway. I would have thought that you would be used to seeing goths enough by now. It's been 30 years or something. Yeah. So. If you're into bats, you're going to have come across some goths. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest. It's going to happen. But like, dude, if you're watching bats, you're in the dark. You can't see her clothes anyway. What is your problem? Yeah, I mean, what... Even yeah. if you were bothered by it you can't see it get over yourself yeah it totally doesn't matter but he just quit the club yeah 
He was just like, bye bye. Yep. And he's going to go set up bat boxes and hang out just with his niece and go do the same thing. Good for she him. She made a lot of bat boxes yeah. just by herself off our own back, and they were like, hmm, don't want them. Yep. They were grumpy old men, and they were yeah. judgmental and stupid, and Roy Take was. Take like, trousers away, please. Yeah, for real. Old age old men. Yep. I'm super happy with that. That's making me so so happy every single time they're on the screen. I just love them. So <laughs> love Nina, my new yeah. favorite character. Nice things. Yes, nice things. Yeah. All right, we're gonna have to wrap this up. I did want to mention uh, very briefly that Emmerdale has a dirty cop story that they're starting. Nice. Dirty cop with connections everywhere and. They're doing the same story on General Hospital. Oh, okay. Uh, not Dirty Cop necessarily, but Dirty on uh, General Hospital. Cyrus Renault is mm -hmm. the dirty gangster with connections everywhere and bought cops and bought judges and blackmailed people and blah, 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 blah. Same thing. So, mm -hmm. And I'm not going to talk about it too much, um, except to say the Emmerdale version is boring and so is the... <laughs> general hospital version we're going to focus on other things yeah so but it's out there i'll mention it if it gets interesting cool uh and i'll i'll mention the interesting bits of it but so far i'm like Ugh. like we can live without this please yeah don't care all right so um hey if you want our merchandise go over to redbubble.com slash people slash soapy madams right soapy madams pod ah yeah. All right. Well, if they go over there and uh, put our name in the search engine, they should find it. Yeah. Red go bubble. Hooray. T-shirt. Stickers and things. I don't know. Sticker. Yeah. Get you a sticker. That? You know you want one. Even right. a sticker, we might get like three P. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo. Woohoo. <laughs> Why not? All right. Yeah. Well, let's find out what's going on in Port Charles, shall we? Do it. So, uh, oh. Brad changed his plea to guilty. What? Oh no! Over the baby switching and against Scotty's uh, advice, because you know he really should have some time in court or whatever. So, um, but uh, oh, I'm so scared because I don't know what they're gonna do with Brad because he's one of my favorite people. Oh, his Perry Shen is so cute, and we want to keep him. So, hopefully, this is just his superhero origin story. Maybe supervillain. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, yeah. But so he's pled guilty. But the reason he did it was because Sunny Corinthos came and threatened to kill him if he didn't. Oh, so excellent. Yeah, I'm like mm. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny. Mm. Mm. I mean, I get, I get the impulse, but he's not necessarily a good guy either. So you know, me. Chill, me. And let's see what else happened. Oh dear! So Brit, uh, Lisa Lobrecht's character is back. And I don't know exactly why they brought her back, but they did. And she was on screen for about five minutes when she went 
to bed with Julian. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, it was a little bit sort of out of the blue, a little bit what? What? But he looks really yeah. good without a shirt, so. You know. Well, like we said last time. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes that's all we've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're just like, oh, oh well, okay then. There we go. <laughs> oh, dear me. Um, so the biggest and probably most important plot is that Peter August has managed to frame Dr. Obrecht for oh. his crimes. And the WSB arrested her. She is in jail. And uh, not that she hasn't done dodgy things in the past, but she actually isn't guilty of arranging for the death of Drew Kane, arranging the hitman to kill Franco and Andro, Andre. Um, and Franco is like her best friend, or was. So, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, well. Yeah, but even he doesn't believe her. She's like, I didn't do it. And nobody believes her. It's really sad. But you know who does believe her is Robert Scorpio. Dun, dun, dun. So, I guess... Well, well, if you do bad stuff, people are just going to believe you did the bad thing. That's absolutely true. But I do really appreciate this uh, team-up because Robert Scorpio is absolutely an enemy of Liesl Obrecht. These guys mm. are on different teams entirely. <laughs> She's a bad guy and he's not. And and uh, so it's going to be fun to see them team up to try to uncover Peter's skullduggery. Oh. Because it'll be fun to have those two actors in scenes together. And yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited about that. So it's going to be a, yeah, that's going to be a good time. And then we have the ridiculous uh, custody battle where, where Nell Benson got dismissed of all charges. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Which was just no. derpy. Just ridiculous <laughs> and stupid. And one of those moments where you're like, you just want Chloe Lanier back. Uh -huh. And I don't blame them because she's a lot of fun, but they've... I mean, they, they really are just... just not even it's not even close to what would happen in reality not even not even in the same it's not even no. in the same city as what would happen in reality <laughs> so whatever it's a soap opera there you go and then the biggest thing that happened at the end of the week or midweek i guess we are now is that this Cirrus renault guy has kidnapped Jordan's son TJ and is holding him hostage and now he's gonna make Jordan do dirty deals and become a dirty cop because she's holding her son hostage excellent it's just yeah. another person being kidnapped in general hospital yeah yeah okay. five minutes everybody in that show was being kidnapped at some point yeah but that's uh, what I meant by the you know the dirty yeah, cop dirty was, mobster whatever you know bit. It's okay. the same plot, and I don't care. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's fine. But it's kind of big because it's going on. It's affected the kids because mm -hmm. Cameron and Trina got kidnapped by the same people, and Trina's dad was killed, and now her mother is in town. Her mother's called Portia. It's a new character. You might get kidnapped. Get kidnapped. So... Uh, 
them all in a big room. We've kidnapped you. We've kidnapped you. And you. And you and you. Yeah. So they brought in this new character, and that's fine. And hmm. I mean, it's all it's fine, I guess. <laughs> fine. <Whatever. laughs> I don't care. That's uh, the best. This is fine. I'm sure it's fine. The the nice Canadian uh, mobster is cracking me up, though. He's so polite. So polite. Uh, whatever. All right. So it is now time to wrap up this stuff. Wrapping it in. So the extra time we spent on the other shows doesn't matter because there's not that much to talk about. Uh, a lot of these shows are going to be dicey as far as how much content there's going to be in the future. So we'll see. Just tell you all about my quarantine and it'll be fine. <laughs> and we'll talk about the how the coronavirus is affecting the characters in the show and the production and whatever. And invent some coronavirus stories of our own yeah. about the characters. <laughs> like which characters we want to get it. Yeah. And how they'll do. Jeff. Give it yeah. Jeff. Jeff! <laughs> yes. Oh no, Jeff's been coroned. Shame. I think that he should not actually have it, but she should... She should, uh... Like, he should just get really sick one day from something else, where he's just so weak. She... Yeah. And then she oh. should misery all over him. She oh my Kathy god. Kathy Bates. That would be the best thing yeah. on television yeah. <sighs> <laughs> right. just drove her right over the edge so good yeah I'm all for that that is right up my street <laughs> woohoo that, yeah. that's a t-shirt right there <laughs> Jeff with hobbled ankles oh no you can't go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of heavy implement on your legs. <laughs> oh, maybe his magician box could just fall on his legs. Oh yeah. no, you can't leave the house. <laughs> ha! He'll oh, get his! <laughs> so, please, God, let this happen. That poor actor is just like, oh, can't I hate this guy? <laughs> Just like I'm never gonna work again because everybody hates me. <laughs> yes. But let's be honest, I've never seen him before in my life. <laughs> I think he's a stage actor, so yeah. yeah. Anyway, we get it, man. We get it. Yeah, we get it. But you're doing a good job. You are doing a good job. He is I doing would... a good job because everybody hates him, but poor guy, he's like I totally have to put him in a box and only access him like at work and it's in the magician's box. Oh he's my so god. horrible. The actor's like, God, this guy's really bad. <laughs> oh, and usually actors love playing bad guys, but this guy's just like, Ugh. this is beyond bad guy. This is like sick. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it has to be really uncomfortable. So. All right, so our show is produced by me, Donna Hume. Our intro music is by Jazzar. Our bed music is by Kevin McLeod. And some of it's by Bird Creek. And then we have vocal talent by Monica Jones. Soapy Madam's podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever you get your podcasts. Woohoo! You can find us and contact us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Soapy Madam's Pod. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. And you um, go to bed. Yeah. See you guys later. Bye.
This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.